everyone. Welcome to the Ray Hart Rundown. What's going on, guys? Okay, so let's jump right in like we always do. Start with movies and what is happening in Hollywood. There's a bunch of films under development right now. Um, a lot of stuff is classic, things that you've probably seen the originals of that are either getting rebooted or that Hollywood has decided to add a sequel to for some reason or another. From what I found out, they are doing a John Wick Chapter 4. Of course. So for those of you who haven't seen Part 3, there is a Part 4. <laughs> <laughs> I would um, be shocked if they go on and make a 5 and 6 as well. Those movies really like rebooted his whole career in a sense. I mean... Keanu Reeves has always had a decent career, but you know he's done movies like The Lake House and stuff ever since The Matrix. He kind yeah. of fell off the map a little bit, and yeah. then John Wick kind of just boosted him being an action star. And now The Matrix Four is being remade. And, and well, again, in The Matrix Four delayed. Made. Everything's everything because of the pandemic. Everything's been delayed. Right. So even though even though I'm saying that these are in development, there is a stronger chance that they started in development and then have been put on hold. But as it stands right now, uh, my sources say that we are we will see uh, John Wick four. Uh, of course, everyone is expecting a Deadpool three. That's still underworks. Yeah, and I heard rumor that what Ryan Reynolds wants to do is uh, there. I guess back in the comics, Deadpool kills the multiverse. He goes around and starts killing everybody yeah. in the multiverse. Yeah, he started jumping and from so, comic to comic. Right. So what Ryan Reynolds wants to do is all of the old. X-Men movies yeah, and everything that was owned by 20th Century Fox since they got bought out, everything prior to them being bought out by Marvel, well, Disney. Oh, by Disney, right. Uh, he wants to kill off all of those characters, essentially killing that multiverse so that they can reboot with all new X-Men, all new That would be cool. I can see that. That would be cool Deadpool 3 script, but... I haven't seen. I have only known that it was in development. I haven't seen any of the production notes or anything right. going forward. And I don't think I don't think anybody has. The one movie that's in development that shocked me that I didn't see coming was the Hulk Hogan biopic. Oh yeah, starring um, Chris Helmsworth. Yeah, Thor from yeah. the Marvel movies. Yeah, so he's going to play Hulk Hogan. I in think the biopic. that's going to be interesting. Like, uh, excessively interesting. Anytime they do a biopic movie, it's always I'm always curious to see who they get. Yeah. To play the character, like when Bohemian Rhapsody came out. Oh, the guy from iRobot. Yes. Or not iRobot, uh, Mr. Mr. Robot. Robot. Yep, yep. Yeah, dude, and, that was a great... Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to pause you on the rest of your list. But, dude, you've seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. If you actually... you They have it on YouTube. You can go on there and watch the actual Live Aid concert. Right. And then... It's, the movie concert. No, it's move for move. And right. it's he move got it for all right. move. Yeah. Like, if his arm moves one certain way, the, he moves the microphone a certain way, each step by step, everything was identical. Right. And if I remember correctly, they did that in, like, the first take as well. I don't know, because I've seen the I saw it the actual... One, it was either the first take, or they did it within a matter of one day. I saw... Maybe that's what it was, because I saw the actual behind the scenes, because there was no crowd or anything there. All of that was fake. Everything was green screen. There was some crowd. No, there was. You can watch it. It's on YouTube. Yeah, the, all the cameras and everything were the, where the crowd sits in the movie. Mm-hmm. That's where all the cameras were. Okay, because what the I actual read, they crowd actually, was no there. They actually put flyers out like, "Hey, if anybody wants to be in the crowd for the set of no, you uh, can look Bohemian it up. Rhapsody you can see for it. Live Aid. I'll send you the clip. Like, yeah, send uh, it to me. Yeah, because it's. I was shocked. I was like, I thought there was at least be 
a small crowd or anything. Yeah, because you just you would normally take a small crowd and then just dub it dub it over and just make it larger. No, for a majority of it, it didn't look like it was anybody there other than the regular cast and crew. Right. So, on. Uh, but anyways, go back to the Hulk Hogan thing. So yeah, so Chris Helmsworth is playing Hulk Hogan. They're also, of course, doing a Vanilla Ice biopic. Since, uh, <laughs> with Dave Franco? Yes, since all of these Yeah, uh, that's film... also going to be... Yeah. And, but, okay, and... I, I have full faith in Chris Helmsworth as playing Hulk Hogan. Okay. I think he can do it. I think I, I think he can do it. I really do. There is a chance he could mess that up, but Dave Franco as Vanilla Ice? Oh, yeah, I've seen it. I don't, I I don't see, it. see it. Nope, I've seen it already. Well, okay, you cannot compare him to Vanilla Ice right now. So if, if what you know as Vanilla Ice right now... With the tattoos and all that craziness. Right. That's not the Vanilla Ice from Ice Ice Baby. Right. So it's like... No, I remember him like... I remember the cover of Vanilla Ice or for his album that he had. When he's standing there with like the Stars and Stripes shirt on and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the image I have in my head, but I still just don't see Dave Franco doing that. Yeah, I do. Is The squinty eyes and everything, if they put the hair on him. Somebody right. did a mock-up online and it was like, mm, okay, I could see it fits. Right. Yeah, I, don't I just don't know if his his acting skills, especially. Well, we'll see. Because he Dave Franco, uh, Dave Franco's the same in everything, man. Well, no, because he. I thought he did well in. Um, now you see me. No, he wasn't. Now me. Yeah, he was in Now you see me. He was the same as he is in every film. He was in Now you see me. He was in um, that one with uh, Seth Rogen, the neighbor show. Yeah, there was Neighbors One and Neighbors Two. Is Seth Rogen with a frat house moved in next door? Right. Uh, and then there was another one. And then he just did that one with Ryan Reynolds on Netflix. See, that I haven't seen. You haven't seen Underground? Oh, wait. Six Underground. Six Underground. Six Underground. That's right. He was the driver of the car, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, he... I mean, spoiler alert, he died off early in that movie. Right. But again, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Aquaman 2, of course, everybody knew was in development. The Flash movie, everybody knew was in development. Yeah. Uh, there is a untitled Indiana Jones project secretly in development. Not yeah. to be due out for another two years. That's supposed to have Harrison Ford in it as well, right? There's no guarantees on it yet, sir. Because they've been talking about him coming back as Indiana Jones for a long time. Warner Brothers has greenlighted development for Tomb Raider 2. There is a Now You See Me 3 actually coming out. Hell yes, man. I love those movies. Yeah, those movies were fun. They were, they were like just fun to watch yeah, because exactly. it was very much like, what are they going to do next type thing. Right. There yeah, is a development love, deal. Jesse Eisenberg, man, he's a really great actor. Like, people don't give him enough credit because I saw him in, uh, of course, it was like Adventureland when he played just like the nerdy kid that works at the amusement park type of thing. Right. And then he got to the sarcastic level type of guy and uh, nerd, well, still a nerd, but uh, Zombieland, you know? And then you see him in American Ultra where he played like this freaking badass government assassin you know see, and stuff and then now see, you see me but took see the, him to another the bigger movies, of type of person well here's the thing the, the bigger movies he's done have been the social network where he played zuckerberg right and he played in uh, lex luther in the justice league movies. which shockingly enough i did also enjoy him in as yeah, lex no i did not agree with it no I, no he was too dark he, he felt more like the joker to me than he did lex yeah luther's okay characters. lex luther's character has always been a businessman yeah. Always about business, strictly about business in the comics, the whole nine yards. If you look back, even maybe to the it old was Gene maybe, Hackman playing Superman movies as Lex Luthor, those worked yeah. out well because it was businessman like. But that's probably why I enjoyed watching him play those because he was Joker like. And of course, the Joker is by far one of my favorite. Be villains. that as it may, uh, there's actually a development deal right now for a sequel to the Joker. 
like which Joker? Joker, the the popular one, the one with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I don't okay. know. I don't. It doesn't say who. It just says that there is a sequel. Okay, so that's set up for. It. But we already knew that. There's also in development. I'm just going to keep going because there's a lot here. Okay, but there's also in development a Bad Boys Four. Of course, uh, She Hulk. Okay. Uh, rumors of a Kill Bill Volume Three. Another Pirates of the Caribbean project. Of course, a sequel to the Justice League. Uh, of course, another Mission Impossible. Of course, uh, there's a this next one is actually a TV series. They're gonna do Chucky as a TV series. What? That that's cool. Okay, so that's I'm just down. that's I'm down. That is in development right now. Chucky uh, skid- filming shit locations are the only thing I've got on it, which is Toronto, so it's out of Canada. There is also Tim Burton is set up to do another Beetlejuice. Word. Yes, there Michael is. Michael Keaton. I uh, no guarantees. It better be. There's it no. Be- I'm not gonna watch it if he's not. There's in it, no guarantees. Uh, Ryan Johnson, the director from Knives Out, uh, is in development for a Knives Out 2. That's cool. Knives Sonic the Hedgehog 2, of course. Yes, of Black course. Panther 2. These are, again, I cannot stress enough that these are all development deals. So any at any given time, these deals could fall through. You could see no movie come about this. But if anything, keep in mind, you've heard it here first at the Ray Hart Rundown, if it does come true. Um, they're still in the works for a Star, for a Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Starring Ian McGregor. Right. Um, Good, and thank God for that. There's also another development deal, like we haven't had enough of them, of Fast and the Furious 10. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's just not enough. Here's a shocker for you, though. The Goonies, Emblem Entertainment, is in deal, which is Steven Spielberg's company, uh, is in a deal to do a sequel to The Goonies, The Goonies 2. I I feel like that's been in the works for a while, though. I feel like that's been forever in the works. Goonies was not my go-to movie as a kid. I know a lot of people my age and everything watched Goonies growing up, but I watched Little Rascals. Mm -hmm. Usually, from what I noticed, you were either a fan of Little Rascals or you were a fan of the Goonies. I was on the Little Rascals side. Mm. Um, But I'm not saying that the Goonies is a bad film or anything like that. It was a good movie, but I watched it when I was like... You know, 27. So, yeah, like, true. you could only like, like it so much yeah. when you're, you know, an adult. Um, and it was an 80s flick, so it was right. technically out before you were born. So it was it was more geared towards that, or that, I should say, that time frame, so people that can, in that age group could relate better to it. So I can understand right. that. Well, like, if I'm going to watch something of, especially, of, like, that style, I'm going to go watch Stranger, <laughs> Stranger Things. So Okay, that's... so I got, I got a couple more here that are in development. I've got, so Blumhouse Productions, which is a horror flick. Yep, company uh, is doing one called Halloween Ends for 2022. That's all I've got on it. I have nothing else. Just, okay, it's called. And if right you... now, as it stands, they're solidifying locations to film in North Carolina. Okay, <clears throat> if you are a fan of horror movies and you see anything that says Blumhouse Productions on it, I can almost guarantee you that is going to be a great horror movie. Blumhouse has been by far one of the best horror companies to come out. Like the only other person I would say that does half as well as Blumhouse is uh, James Wan. James Wan is by far my favorite horror director. He did the original Saw 1 and Saw 2, which Saw, I'm not a big fan of Saw movies, but he came fresh out of film school, had like, I think it was only 27 grand or something like that, and had access to one room and said, let's make a movie. And he made Saw. Uh, he went on to make The Conjuring, Insidious. All right, let me, I gotta but, stop you because I've got a lot more that I want to clear out okay. real quick here. Okay, we see. Did that one? That one? That one? That one? Okay, so they are supposedly DreamWorks' animation is in development right now to reboot Shrek. 
Really? Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that one. Yeah, like, leave it alone. Shrek was great. Shrek was awesome. I'm going to show, it, like, if I ever have kids, probably mm-hmm. not going to happen because kids aren't really my thing, but if I do, my kids will watch Shrek. <laughs> like, the one that's already out. Like, don't reboot it. It's a classic. Uh, MGM Studios is looking at uh, Legally Blonde 3, uh, Rush Hour 4, Cool. Gladiator 2, Beverly what? Hills Cop Hold on, 4. no, st- just stop, stop. Gladiator 2? How are... Uh, whatever ridley <laughs> ridley scott and paramount pictures are in again it's in development so it's that's so either somebody's writing a script or nothing's happening at all one of the two but okay they are officially in development that's all i got you said beverly hills cop 4 i said beverly hills cop 4 right on i will always be a fan of actual folly <laughs> jerry bruckheimer's picking this one up with his production company so oh, that one nice. actually should be good i don't it doesn't say whether it's Eddie Murphy, but it's Beverly Hills Cop 4. I'm sure it is. I mean, he is Axel Foley. So Marvel Studios is looking to do the Fantastic Four. Marvel Studios is? There's no date on it, though, so it, I can't tell you if that's it. Uh, for video game fans, there is in development right now a Metal Gear Solid movie. Really? Yeah. It's um, It might be coming out of Japan, though. It might actually be, yeah, I think it's either coming out of Japan or it's mixing with the United States and Japan. I was say, I saw Metal something Gear about movie. Hideo Kojima, the creator of Metal Gear, that gave in his two cents for who he would like to see play Solid Snake in a movie. But I, I can't remember. Who <laughs> yeah, it was. again, it doesn't list all actors because because this is way too early in the development process. I'm just calling it out. Here, yeah, there is also uh, speculation for an Austin Powers four. Uh, I don't think uh, um, you don't think that's gonna work. I don't think Mike Myers is gonna do that. I mean, he might. He hasn't really done anything. I think Love Guru kind of killed his career. But Clerks Three, Kevin Smith and View Askew. Yeah, I think we knew that one though already. He's been talking about Clerks Three. He's been talking about Mall Brats. Yeah, there's whatever. a bunch. His yeah, he's got. And then he goes off and does Yoga Hosers. So look, whatever. Look, here's uh, here's confirmation to my Gremlins Three. It's listed here. Illumination Entertainment is in development for a Mario Brothers movie. Really? Here we go again. We're still two years out from it before we see anything like that. Um, and I don't think they list any... Yeah, no. The only thing they list is a location shooting, which means they're securing rights to shoot the film out of somewhere in Connecticut. Is I, gonna... can't, I can't give exact locations, unfortunately, but um, it is somewhere in Connecticut. Now, the list does go on and on. They've got everything still on this list that's all in development. Now, again, I can't stress enough that these in-development deals are basically someone in the someone and some studio going, let's try it. It could fall through before the script gets off, before the ink of the script dries, or anything else. So yeah. I, there's no guarantees here on any of it. I wish, I wish I could say that there was, though. I wish I could say, like, oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. A lot of the pre-productions have been stopped because of the pandemic. Right. Uh, like the Thor Love and Thunder was stopped. Scream 5, I think, was also put on hold. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Of course, the Little Mermaid live-action movie that Disney wanted to do. Yeah. That was put on hold. There was going to be a reboot of Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, there's just, I mean, it, the list goes on and on. For all these classic movies from your childhood, they're basically just going to rehash. So Hollywood's going to throw it back at us once again. Oh, well... Everybody's been saying for years that Hollywood's running out of ideas. They are. I mean, clearly. I mean, I mean, we're looking at um, in production right now is uh, Jurassic World, Dominion, Dominion, right? That's again put on pause. The Matrix Four put on pause. A live action Pinocchio has been put on pause. 
Didn't they have a live action Pinocchio back in the day with that kid from Home Improvement? Oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Um, if that didn't do well, what do you think? <laughs> Justice League Extinction is the sequel for Justice League coming out. Is it going to branch off of Jack Snyder's or Josh uh, Whedon's? It doesn't. It's a whole another director. Chris Hampshire is directing this one, so I don't. I don't know. I, I, I know nothing about this. Again, these this stuff comes down the, the the pipeline, and you don't get too much information about it other than bits and pieces, maybe a picture or two, or behind the scenes something, or. We could sit here. I mean, we could literally sit here all day and go through this list. The list goes on and on and on. There's movies that are in production. There's movies that are in on hold. There's movies that are in development. All of this stuff, and unfortunately, because of this stupid pandemic, everything's been put on pause. So, any of the movies I listed, though, you can't wait for. Honestly, I don't remember everything on the list. There's <laughs> I mean, stuff the, I wanted yeah, to say, but so... you... no, yeah, Beetlejuice two oh two. I won't watch it unless Michael Keaton's in it. Um, Justice League. They're already kind of fucking ruining. Even though I love the movies, I do, but they could have done a lot better. So I'm really hoping Zack Snyder's uh, version is going to be better. His uh, recut, you mean? Yeah. Let's see if I can pull up anything in that Tim Burton Beetlejuice thing here. They've got three screenwriters on that movie. Either way, I feel like making a sequel this far ahead, like with such a huge gap in between, making Mm -hmm. a sequel is going to be so much harder. You know, it was like... Indiana Jones Kingdom for the Crystal Skulls or whatever. Oh my god, that it bombed. Like okay. I mean it got a it got a big following because it's Indiana Jones just in itself. The name alone sold right, tickets. Right, right, right. But it was nowhere near what the first three were. So it's just things like that, you know, and like Jurassic World I think is the only one that actually came close to getting it right whenever you put such a large gap between the movies. Because they kind of came at you with a whole new park, so it was kind of yeah. It it kind was, of made no, sense. they said the park is open. Like the dream that one, two, and three was trying to set up, right? They succeeded in, and now they, you know, and so and it was much more futuristic. So that kind of panned out and worked for them. Um, I just don't know how. I mean, Beetlejuice two. How old is Michael Keaton now? I, don't, I mean, know? he it's was just, just in that Spider Man movie though, so it's not like he's lost it, right? But I mean, is all right. Who knows? Well, we'll see. Oh, the Chucky TV series, though. That I'm excited for, man. I am. Chucky used to scare the shit out of me when I was a kid. Um, okay, so here's Because I was a kid, and, you know, it was, it was a doll, and we had sisters who had dolls. So that shit scared the hell out of me. It was all like, but, you know, as I got older, of course, I was like, I'll fucking kick that thing. Right. But, <laughs> you know, so a, a Chucky TV show, that'll, that'll bring back. And did you see the new one? I mean, I, I know you're not really a big fan of horror movies. No, but and I haven't, but I've been meaning to because I know Mark Hamill did the voice for Chucky. Mark Hamill did do the voice, so. which I was very impressed with. I thought he did a really great job. And then, of course, Aubrey Plaza plays the mom, which was really cool to see her play a different character than your... Than your average funny, dark, funny dark, girl. Yes, yeah. you know. Um, you saw her as a caring mother, and I thought that was really, really cool. And then not to mention the fact that they connected Chucky with your, like, smart devices. Yeah, that was just a matter of time for they, yeah. you know, that, that, well, not even say a matter of time, but that was just them, you know, trying to upgrade and bring in something relevant to this because before right. it was a pull, like I think a pull string or something like that on the original Chucky doll. Yeah, it could be wrong, but in, back in the '80s, there was a there was a doll that came out that was called Kid's Sister. Uh, I think our sister actually had this doll. It, uh-huh. it was it was essentially it was the size of Chucky, and it looked like it was a girl doll. And they came out with shortly after Kid's Sister. For the boys, they came out with My Buddy. And you can look it up on YouTube, the My Buddy commercials. 
the My Buddy doll came in like the suspenders, no shit. the stripy shirt, except he had a baseball cap. So the Chucky doll coming out and the Chucky movies coming out, I and my again, my opinion is I believe they were kind of a spinoff of the My Buddy doll toy from the 80s. Right. Because it Which was would like, make a lot of sense. It does. It almost it almost lines up perfectly if you yeah. actually look it up. When you could physically hold the doll, <laughs> right? That the movie was kind of spun off of before they you know they before they made the dolls for the movie. It just made that thing. Even yeah, it made more, you more scared more, of your own fucking doll, right? Even <laughs> more creeped. I didn't have one as a kid, but it made you just more creeped out, right? Knowing that they those types of dolls were, were like out you there. couldn't even. Yeah, I couldn't even. I remember as a kid, I couldn't go in the freaking toy store and walk by those that aisle with the dolls in it because <laughs> I was like. They're watching me. I'm not not even not even gonna walk down there. I'm not even gonna yeah. get near him. This is fucking crazy. So again, so this was a great time for horror. Yeah, uh, well, it was. It will in the eighties no. were. You've got Halloween. You got uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. You know you've got. Um, I too, I know I'm I've already missing a Hellraiser. Shinton. Hellraiser. Yeah, Critters. that was a big one. Critters was more funny than anything Critters else. Critters was more funny. It was supposed to be scary, but that shit was just hilarious. Even it was kind was of like kid. if Gremlins was hyped up to be more scary. Yeah, like more teeth. But it was. Yeah. It couldn't help itself. It what was, was their tagline? You are what they eat? <laughs> I think their first one was. Their, their movies were always hilarious, though. Yeah. Like, it was always crazy. Leonardo DiCaprio was actually in the... That was his very fourth, first movie. Third one. Third one? Critters 3. Yeah. Yeah, that was so his very first movie. He was like 13 years old or some shit. That's that was crazy. before What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Because if you look back at it now, you're like, oh, he looks like he's seven. <laughs> <laughs> but And then they had like, once Critters 4 came out, it started getting off the wall even more. It was like Critters from Space or shit. Because they were already yeah. aliens. Yeah. They already, like, but now they're like was, controlling their own yeah, spaceships there was Critters, Critters 2, Critters 3. I think Critters Three was like Critters Take Manhattan or yeah, something like something they like that. they started like going city. yeah they started going like that whole tongue in cheek thing like they started making fun of themselves after a little while right Critters Four I think was Critters in Space yeah and it was like a, it was like two critters on a spaceship running around eating people it was yeah it was bonkers the third one was good though I mean I I liked it and again it, the only thing I liked about the Critters was that the first and second one used the bounty hunters the same bounty hunters that were hunting the critters they, they use the same characters they right. crossed over i don't and then the third one i think everything changed but but again 80s 80s flicks were always just like let's pump out a sequel let's pump out a sequel yeah. let's pump out it was always well, look, one like evil dead one. or whatever yeah you know those ones and it was funny is because like what i love about those movies especially is because sam raimi he was like oh, i want to make a horror movie so he made evil dead People laughed their asses off. They thought it was hysterical. Like, the possessed people, they were like, dude, they're so funny. He goes, it's not supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be scary. He goes, all right, I'm going to make a second one. This one's going to be scary. He made the sequel. It was still pretty funny. So then he was all like, fuck it. The third one, I'm going funny. And he made Army of Darkness, and it was the best one of all of them. <laughs> well, I think because at that point, people just expected it. Right. And so when you when you go into a film and you're expecting it to be a certain way, and it is that way... That just makes the film that much more great. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you you know, you don't go see Captain America movie, and then all of a sudden it turns into this scary freaking horror flick. <laughs> right. You know, that's the opposite of what you wanted. So I could see that if you turn into turning a horror flick where everyone was already chuckling on the inside and, and, and laughing at the puns and this and that. Yeah. To come to a third one and go, okay, like, this is I'm my just gonna, boomstick. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to f- full-on blow out the whole funny part of it, and, like, let's just go nuts with it. But, I mean, damn, that was... 
again, the 80s was just one right after the other. And, and yeah. it's, not that, it's not that they're not doing that now, because we still have, like, Saw, you know, is one right after the other, yeah. right after the other, right after the other. And there's still... 2000s really brought on, like, the gore aspect into horror movies a lot. I mean, there was still some back in the day, of course, but it wasn't nearly what it... Like, because the special effects got, became so much more real. Right. After the 90s. Yep. You know, camera quality got better after the 90s and everything, as the technology behind everything advanced, the movies got way more realistic and it just got a lot more scarier. And then with Saul, just changed the game with everything. Well, and now James Wan's doing the new Mortal Kombat movie. Yep, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, see, I don't know if that's even a... That, I don't know if that movie's a reboot or if that movie is going to be its own... It's going to be its own, as far as I know. And a lot of it is going to be like Chinese and Japanese actors and stuff. People and a bunch of no names, you know, uh, here in the states at least. Right, right, right. Which I think is one of the best ideas that they have for it right now. Give me a bunch of no names. I mean, I don't want to see fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson playing Goro. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> like you know, so, not that he couldn't. Like no, no, yeah. Um, but just say it right out, right out, right now. Like not that. If The Rock wanted to play Goro, anybody would say, nope, you're not going to do that. I mean, if anybody could play Goro in the United States, it's definitely Dwayne right. The Rock Johnson. He's fucking built for it. But, you know, yeah, he's got that, like... He's got that movie Jungle Cruise actually just coming out. Yeah. But it's spinoff from the, the Magic Kingdom ride. Yeah, which was the most boring ride you could ever freaking take at you, Disney World. Are you serious right now with the Jungle Cruise boring? Okay. That, okay, that was one of those the rides. The reason that... Okay, it is, it's a great ride now. Because it was so boring that nobody wanted to ride it, so they got comedic tour guides to start taking you on this jungle tour, and the ride then became hilarious. Just, just okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. That's like, true. Because, like, dude, you walk, you go into a tunnel, and he's all like, "Oh, a dark tunnel. Wonder if it goes to a gift shop." Like, yeah. dude, it's freaking hilarious. Yeah, you know. And then he starts singing, "It's a small world" in like this dark, evil tone. It's fucking great. If yeah, if you get tour guide with a good delivery on yeah. the Jungle Cruise ride at. Magic Kingdom, yeah, yeah for but, sure. But, I mean, before all, like, because Jungle Ride, wasn't that the first ride that they ever installed in Disney World? No. no one no, of? No. It, I mean, it was it was an early adapted ride. Yeah. There was that one. Um, there was the Ferris, uh, or the uh, Carousel of Progress, which was actually shown at the World Fair. Um, the Dumbo ride was classic. But there was actually a lot of... Carousel of Progress. I thought that was Epcot. Isn't that inside the, the ball? Nope. That's not. The Carousel of Progress is that one where you go inside the theater... It's inside Tomorrowland. You oh, go in the theater with the and you Hall of Presidents in it and stuff. Kind of, but it's not that one. But you go inside the theater okay. and you sit down <laughs> and like, and the whole thing turns and it takes you through the years of progress where they do telephones and electricity and then computers and like, and by the time you get to the end of it, the entire family's grown up and they're playing VR, which. Okay, which, yeah, you know, I remember that. Back in the I day, they were like, you were like, oh my god, video, oh, dude, you, you can play VR? Are you kidding me? With you know, because like. They were showing people back in the 70s and the 60s, like, right. this is what the 2000s are going to be, and it's like... Sure as shit, here we are. Well, it's, it is it is here we are, but it's also... And if I remember correctly, the VR that they were wearing looks an awful lot like yeah. the Oculus. It's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> something, yeah, a lot of it is taken, because, I mean, you put that idea in people's heads and they're going to run with it regardless, but... Right. I, I remember when I was a kid, I was really hoping that freaking 2015 was going to be more like Back to the Future 2, but... Oh, absolutely. Just gonna put that out there in the world. Say, fucking hologram sharks coming to bite you for Jaws that 27. Was, that's like the best ad. And, and no, there is no holograms. Like, we gotta. Well, there is, but you have to wear mixed reality uh, glasses for it. 
Right, which is going to be included in Universal Studios' new Epic Universe Park. Yeah, for Super Mario World. Right. Yeah. So, I love how we which just is... go from topic to topic. It's fucking wild. you got to like really hang on and listen to the conversation. <laughs> Nobody can ever come in on our conversations about halfway through and expect it to... No, to yeah. pick up and pay attention. You're going to listen to the whole podcast. But, I mean, you're going to be good, completely the good, fucking lost. The good thing about that, though, is that you can come in at any point, and we're just going to change the topic anyway. Yeah, so. it doesn't matter. You don't have to listen to about the last thing we said. <laughs> you could literally break this podcast up and just listen in sections, and you're not really not going to miss a beat. Exactly. Because you're still going to get a little bit of information, which is what Dude, we're here for. Disney World, they took out the best ride, though. I'm, I don't know. if what, I, Which I'm ride, in your have... opinion, is the best ride? Is this the part where you tell me that the uh, Stitch's Great Escape was the best ride? No, it's Fuck I'm kidding Stitch. You. I'm kidding. Fuck <laughs> Stitch. Well, before it was Stitch. Okay? Before, Alien Encounter. Alien Encounter. God. Scared dude. way too many kids. I know. Not labeled a Disney ride. I was a kid and it scared the hell out of me, but I loved that ride. Well, you love to be scared and the rest of the children there did not. So Yeah. Disney. I remember there's um oh god, I forgot who was telling me, but I guess their kid got off of the ride and because they were like, oh, I don't know if I should go on it. Right. And his dad was like, oh, you like scary movies. You'll be okay. You'll be all right. You'll be okay. Kid gets off the ride, goes up to his dad. He goes, you son of a bitch. Like a seven-year-old. <laughs> like, you Whoa. said I was going to be okay, that I was going to like this ride, and I didn't. They put you in this circular room, strap you in. Right. And then this big-ass alien with fucking wings, claws, teeth, and muscles breaks through the glass and starts flapping around you hear him flapping around the room right it's breathing on the back of your neck he eats a security guard and you feel blood splatter on your face this ride was fucking dope like it was, it was. So but sick. another and another reason why they had to pull the plug I, th- I think my opinion strictly this is not that i've gotten any inside information from disney unfortunately but is during the pre-show you remember the pre-show oh, yeah yeah, yeah. One whenever because they're they're trying to transport a smaller alien to your to that tube in the middle of the room, and then it gets intercepted by an alien spacecraft. Correct. And they send one of their warriors. Correct. So their soldiers. The person that was that did the pre-show was Robin Williams, and Robin Williams and Disney had a complicated past, I should say. Oh. So I think another reason. Yeah, I don't remember that part though, did you? You can no. actually look it up. Yeah, Robin Williams was one of the characters I believe in the uh, pre-show of the alien encounter. He was there to lighten the mood since it was such a very serious ride. Right. Um, but uh, the the advantage to a scary movie in the middle of or a scary uh, ride in the middle of Disney is that it was more geared towards the adults. So you could go on it and feel like it was more of an adult right. ride versus. Which is what I think. I, that's what I loved about it so much because because Disney is so veered toward kids. That's why I prefer going to Universal Studios. Right. You know, I mean, that's because also at Universal Studios, man, I'm so upset that they took out the Back to the Future ride. I don't even you know care. What? You know what? Like Simpsons I, is I'm cool. With you. But I'm with you there. I'm totally on board. I think the Back to the Future ride is classic and should have stayed in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. In fact, that building was big enough to where I believe they, they could have done both. They could have done both. Yeah. Because if you actually synchronize the movement of the car from Back to the Future and everything that happens... They didn't change the car's movements in The Simpsons. No, yeah, there's all the same movements. It's they literally just changed what was on the screen. Correct. So they literally cosmetically replaced you know, basically a new paint job of the whole place. Um, they showed a new movie, but made sure that that movie movement matched the exact same yeah. movement from the car in Back to the Future. So nothing changed. Right. Which was bonkers to me because, like, for those of us who rode Back to the Future religiously, 
Yeah. You, you could call it out and you, you would know it right away. Oh, yeah. So, we used to ride that until we got fucking motion sickness. You had to. That was just the way it was. It was just classic. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely had to. But, yeah, again, you know, theme parks are set up to where for they can change out <clears throat> rides and things like this. Like, right. there was at one point in Universal Studios, long, long time ago, uh, a Ghostbusters show that would happen right on the street. Like, they would show up. Oh, usually, really? Yeah. It was usually at the end of the street. Like, when you walked into Universal Studios, down the main drag, you would get to, like, the very end, and it was, like, this large... It was like, like looked like the library of the of the, of the movie. Oh, okay, the lines yeah. In the front. It was like that. And also, you hear sirens, and the freaking Ecto-1 would come out, and the Ghostbusters would jump... Well, Ghostbuster actors, of course, right. lookalikes, would jump out, and it would put on this, like, freaking laser light show, which was crazy, you know, in the middle of you. But it, it made you feel like you were in the movie, which was the idea behind Universal Studios, was to feel like you were in the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, when you went on King Kong, uh, you would actually feel like, oh, my God, King Kong's grabbing the trolley. I mean, he's grabbing the, you know, and you went on Earthquake. And it was like, you were actually experiencing it and all this other stuff. Yeah, and it now, puts you in the movie. It puts you... There's no there's no theme park that does that anymore. Now everything is very much like a virtual ride, a roller coaster ride, um, a spinning you around until you're sick type yeah. ride. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no more of trying to feel like you're reliving a character in the movie or you're actually on the set of the movie or you're actually in the movie. Unfortunately, it's just it's gone. That magic is gone. Unfortunately, yeah. um, Disney gets away with it with their Hollywood studios. They've, they've veered away and they've gone. And now there's like toy story and star Wars and, and now, and then Universal They're capitalizing on universal on did the same the, thing. So, yeah, because everybody wants that excitement. Everybody wants that adrenaline rush and everything like that. It's, but that's sad to me because I, I very much think that the, the classic movie studio, I mean, be, maybe call me, you know, old school or whatever, but I think that, that let's be in the movies and let's experience the movies, you know. In real life. In real life. Absolutely. I thought, I thought was amazing. And the fact that they took I that away. I mean, come on, dude. You're going to sit here and tell me that you don't want to strap on a fucking, you don't want to throw on a freaking proton pack and go fight ghosts? Okay. Right. Everybody does. Like, I almost bought a ticket to Dubai just to do the Void's virtual reality ghost busting, which... If you, if for those of you that don't know what the void is, it is the most immersive virtual reality you'll ever do. Like you put on the vest, if you get shot, you actually feel in that area; it'll vibrate like you just got shot. And right. they, they give you the proton pack. You feel like fans will kick on, so you feel the wind when the marshmallow starts. The marshmallow yeah, starts yelling at yeah, you. Adam and I actually uh, we did the void in Atlanta. Yeah, you want to tell them uh, our experience last, last year? Uh, we did uh, Star Wars. Actually, so amazing. I cannot stress enough how much fun uh, the void is. I'm gonna go ahead and give that that company a little plug here for free. Um, so you can check it out at thevoid.com. Uh, they have full immersive VR experience. Yeah, there's one in Orlando as well. There is, fact. there is one uh, in Orlando for our local listeners um, in Disney Springs that you can go to, and they do. It's not necessarily for all adults. Uh, they do, I think, have they have kids. Avengers one too, where you play as Iron Man. The Star Wars, Secrets of the Empire. They have uh, the Ghostbusters one, which is limited, very, to, very limited yeah, to that, where that it can be. Dubai, I know. It is right now. Uh, but the one in Disney Springs also had Ralph Breaks the Breaks VR, which yeah. is from the Wreck-It Ralph series, and that was supposed to be adorable. Uh, the latest one that The Void has just recently added to some of their experiences oh, is Jumanji. This. What? Yes. So they recently added what? Jumanji Reverse the Curse. 
um, where somebody has stolen the scepter oh, dude, we gotta inside go. the red jewel of Jumanji, and we then gotta you go, go there, <laughs> and yeah, the heroes have to stop them, and you are the heroes, and you have to remake the world, so it's only you can save Jumanji as you walk through the void. Dude, we so, gotta go. We gotta go. Like, I can't stress, <laughs> okay, again, like I said, uh, I'm gonna give this company a plug. The Void, uh, check it out at thevoid.com. Uh, they have different locations and different areas. I know there's one in Atlanta. I know there's one in Orlando. And, of course, like Adam said, there's also uh, currently one in Dubai. I don't think anybody's going to be flying to Dubai anytime soon. As it stands right now, aside from those locations, there is Santa Monica, San Francisco, Anaheim, Glendale, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Let's see. Las Vegas actually has one. New York. Washington, D.C. actually has one as well. So, And each one has a different lineup of yeah. what experiences that you can do there. So you want to definitely go to thevoid.com to check out those experiences and see for yourself what you can do. Now, again, Adam and I did the Atlanta one where we were start, We went to Star Wars, and yeah. we put on a helmet that has the goggles built into it. They give you a backpack. They literally hand... Well, they don't hand you anything they, no, at first. No, they don't hand you anything. So, like, it actually scans your hands. So, like, whenever we put it on and they said, all right, and it booted up, you know, I would looked up at Bob, and he was a freaking stormtrooper, like the full on armor, gear, everything. And he's like, "Hey, yo!" and just flip me off. And a stormtrooper literally just flipped, yeah, <laughs> like, so you yeah, you get scans your hands everything. so that you can so, do your yeah. And it's not just a matter of like sitting in a chair and doing VR, and it's not a matter of standing in front of a screen like you would at like no, David Buster's or something have to like move that. Through. If there's a staircase in front of you, you have to run up some steps. Yeah. So what it is basically, they put you in this VR headset machine, and then they put you into a small room. That room then opens up into the story room. And you literally walk through these worlds. You physically walk through these worlds. Yeah. Now, when we played the the Star Wars uh, one, we actually had to ride on a platform, which yep. felt like a platform moving over lava. We could feel the heat. You feel the heat coming from the uh, floor over the lava. Yeah, and, and we it had actually to, felt like it was moving. It was like it was a little vibrating. Ner- yeah. yeah, it was nervous. It was nerve-wracking, so, but it was um, awesome. Yeah, we had to try to sneak onto the, um, the, em- enemy, yeah, the, the Empire, Empire base, base as, uh, as secret stormtroopers. And then... Yeah, because we were the rebels disguised as stormtroopers. Right. Yeah, and of course, like anything else, Adam and I screwed up and accidentally fire off a weapon. Yeah, that was my bad. I was trying to be yeah. all cocky Thanks. and funny. Thanks. And I accidentally discharged my weapon. So <laughs> yeah. So he discharges a weapon, and then that alerts the entire base. Yeah. So we ended up having to basically shoot our way out. Shoot! Oh, oh! You're not gonna tell them what happened in between that, huh? When you physically shoved me out of the way to try to shoot the console to shut the door. Okay, somebody had to protect our asses. So, but definitely, this these experiences are totally worth the money. Uh, Absolutely, I, it was I, only like thirty bucks, I think. I, was that for both of us or for each? Um, I don't remember the price. I believe. So, so there you go. Dude, it's worth every penny. It's it thirty. Really it's is. about thirty bucks. We'll say about we'll say forty bucks total to go and do these VR experiences. It, it took a while complete, too. It's about complete immersive. About thirty minutes about to an hour. Thirty minutes to an hour for the game. Depending yeah. on how long you walk through, and of course you're physically walking through this yeah this area. So yeah. it's and you do have to like fight and shoot at people and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's so kind of wild. It's and however it's a matter, long it's, it takes you to. Yeah. <laughs> there was even scenes or sections, I should say, where we had to like press buttons and do certain things. Yeah, we had to do certain puzzles to open up the doors and then I kept on messing that up and opening right. up windows for <laughs> more enemies for more right. enemies to be coming through and shooting at so, us dude it was it was awesome yeah it was amazing the uh, but again I can't stress enough where this isn't like holding a controller in your hand and just moving no, around this is like physically touching the buttons and yeah, if, doing you, that. if you if you ever have wanted to battle in the universe of Star Wars just go to the void it's gonna be the closest thing that you ever get to it 
at this time, though, I can say, unfortunately, because of the pandemic and because of everything, all of the voids are closed. Oh. Uh, so I'm just pulling up right now to find out that that is, unfortunately, the bad news right now. Well, as soon as the pandemic's over, dude, as we're going soon to the pandemic. Jumanji. <laughs> we are going to Jumanji. And we will report and back I, well, when I we also, do. I want to do Marvel as well. I'll make a day of it. I'll try yeah, all of them. I the don't Avengers care. to spend the money and screw dude, it. Because I, I, I would kill a man right now for a real life Iron Man suit. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, uh, pff, no hesitation. <laughs> I would love to have an Iron Man suit. So to try that out would be that would be another dream come true. You know, right? But yeah, as it stands right now, it looks like um, all of the locations are currently closed due to the pandemic. But when it opens back up, please check out the void. Again, you heard it here at the Ray Hart Rundown. But I mean, I have a VR system at home. I've got the Oculus Quest, mm-hmm. and that has been a dream come true when it comes to VR. Because people have always like, oh yeah, I got a VR system, and they put their cell phone through the slot of the VR, and then yeah. it's a ride, and you just look around. Okay, but, like, that, but that was that's a, cool. That was but early home, you know, that's like people were doing the the, the cardboard the box. Google VR, yeah, where yeah. you put. But I mean, and at the same time, just like, well, that's cool, but it's not quite there. It's not quite where I thought we would be in the year 2020, you know, type yeah, of thing. Correct. And then a buddy of mine told me about the Oculus Quest, and I told him, I was like, yeah, I've seen VR. I'm not impressed. He goes, you haven't seen VR like this. He bought it, went back to his house. We tried it out. Within three days, I went and bought my own because it yep. was completely immersed. And now on October 4th, Star Wars Squadrons comes out in VR capable. I'm actually going to be able to fly an X-Wing in the comfort of my own home. <laughs> like, what? He's going, he's going back to Star Wars again already. Yeah, I am. Because that's, that's another one, man. Like, I wanted yeah. to fly an well, X-Wing Well, of course, fighter. that's going to be a childhood dream. And yeah. for any, any, any kid that saw Star Wars as a young age, it was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to try that. You oh, know? yeah. And Dreams come true. <laughs> okay, well, let's go ahead and move into the Florida Man segment now. Oh, all right. Let's get it going. Let's this finish this fun. off with the... Uh, Ever so popular Florida Man segment of our show where we like to go dig in and find out what's going on with the Florida Man today. Florida Man accused of shoplifting, strips naked to get away as steaks tumble from his pants, gets tased by police. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Steak? As in like... Uh, yeah, like like, like he London a, broil steak. Like he's got <laughs> T-bones in his yeah. b-hole. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Florida man suspected of shoplifting $40 worth of steaks wriggled out his clothes in a bid to get away, and police ended up striking him with a taser in the genitals. Ooh. He got zapped in the nuts. Oh, he was pinned to the ground by a manager and a civilian at a Save-A-Lot store in D-Land, Florida. Save up in the D-Land. <laughs> oh, my On a goodness. Friday night. Like, what, what possessed you to go, like, I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to put steak down my pants and... I mean, like, that's, I mean, I, I understand sometimes a motherfucker's got to eat, but, <laughs> like, steel top ramen, that shit's 25 cents. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Yeah, it's true. An officer arrived at the store at around 7.20 p.m. to find 28-year-old running naked out of the store and waving his arms frantically. Officer wrote the report that he instructed him to get on the ground, and when he refused, the officer struck him with a taser. The officer reported seeing coupon books and packs of meat scattered on the floor when he arrived at the scene. Oh my god. Reports said that he had stolen four packs of ribeye steaks and butterscotch pudding worth a total of $42.23. $42. (laughs) Got tased in the nuts over 42 bucks. (laughs) Oh my god. 
The police report said that one taser probe had hit him in the middle of the left side of his abdomen, and the other stuck him in the base of his dick. That sucks. <laughs> oh my god. god. Officers were able to remove the probe that hit him in the torso, but the second one needed to be removed in a hospital and was disposed of as a biohazard danger. Jesus Christ. Sucks to be that guy. Don't steal steak from a save-a-lot. I mean, plus, dude, if you're going to steal steak, why are you going to a save-a-lot? <laughs> like, that's they, not exactly the high quality say, of beef products. Like best. <laughs> it's like, meh, they won't miss it. It's fine. It's totally fine. What's yours? You know what? It's 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 difficult to pick one. <laughs> it really is, dude. There are so many. Florida man says syringes found in his rectum aren't his. Yeah, three syringes out of his ass, and Ugh. said, uh, <laughs> "Okay, so how, how did these?" He, he Scott was uh, arrested on a warrant for a uh, previous drug charge. Uh, now he's facing, of course, in, in oh, but the syringes weren't his. But yeah, he literally turns previous drug You literally pull, sense. yeah, you pull syringes out of your ass, and he lo- and the cop goes, "How do you want to explain this?" And the guy's like, "I don't. Those aren't mine, and I don't know how they got there." <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Apparently, you can shove things in your ass and not know it. That's the new Florida way. All right, and hold on. So. Excuse me, sir. You have um, syringes in your prison pocket. What do you want to say about that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know how they got here. Those aren't mine. Hmm. Apparently, Florida man is just comes across drugs at random. I don't know. I've, I've never come across any drugs at random. But uh, one Florida man uh, actually was pulled over, and cops found cocaine in his car. And he literally told the co- he literally told the cops it must have blown in from the wind. <laughs> <laughs> This is a true story. This is in Fort Pierce. So apparently, <laughs> apparently, drugs just float through the wind and can fly into your car. Be, be careful out there while you're driving. Make sure yeah. that your windows are up. Oh, you yeah. don't want to Close have... Close your vents. Yeah, you don't want to have large bags of cocaine fly into the window of your car. <laughs> what the hell? Palm City man accused of enticing alligator to bite him. Pouring beer into its mouth. I I heard about this one. Is this the let's get the gator drunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's holding. Yeah, he's holding a baby gator right now. It's about three feet, I'd say, and on the he's video. Trying to pour beer into he's trying, his trying to pour beer down his How mouth. How is this and it a fucking gen- bit his arm? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't. Good. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. And the gator, uh, dude. He just poured beer. He gator flips the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Twenty fucking seven year old. Jesus Christ, man. You would think that they would outgrow that kind of shit. We got another one, quick one here. Florida man sprays neighbors with bug spray and then hits himself in the head with nunchucks. <laughs> so yeah. so this guy was arrested and after he sprayed his neighbors with bug spray and then wildly started swinging nunchucks at them before accidentally going ahead and knocking himself in the head, laying himself out in the yard. So that's embarrassing. Guess your ninja skills didn't pay off there, big guy. Sorry about that one. <laughs> But make sure you roll your windows up so you don't get no bags of cocaine blowing into your cars. Oh, yeah. Can't stress that enough, people. Gotta watch out for that one. cocaine in the wind will get ya. Boynton Beach police responded to Orange Drive where an alarm resident reported being propositioned by the naked man who was slowly driving through the neighborhood and gestured for the victim to look at his groin. The victim noticed an electronic device with wires attached to Jenkins' penis and called the police. Like, if you don't look at my dick, I'm gonna electrocute it? Whoa! Like, what the fuck? What is wrong with these people? <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> when police arrive, Jenkins refused to comply with their demands, forcing him them to tackle him to the ground. Listen, I props to all police officers out there because ain't nobody want to tackle a fat naked dude, <laughs> right? With with electrodes like, on his dick. with electrodes on his dick and just dick swing. Nobody wants to get hit by a dick when you're at work. <laughs> no one, like zero people. <laughs> Mad respect to all of you out there that have to do that. <laughs> all right, I think that about wraps it up for our Florida man for tonight. Yeah, I think we're going to call it on the Florida man for done. Well, we've got quite a few in there. Oh, yeah. So we got to save some for, you know, remaining weeks. This what's great about Florida man, though. Stories just keep on coming. All right, well, that'll do it for the Ray Hart Rundown. Thanks, guys, for stopping by and trying to keep up with our tangent. Uh, yeah. We'll be back uh, again next week. It's always a fun ride. Yeah, we'll begin back again next week. Uh, make sure that you subscribe to our podcast so that you don't miss any of our episodes that come out. We try to get them out every single week on the Friday so that you can listen to them either on the weekend or on your way home from work on Friday or at the gym because nobody likes to go to the gym on the weekends. Yeah. So... Make sure that you subscribe so yeah. you can keep up with us. It's like and they say on all the YouTube channels. You know, make sure you like and subscribe. Yeah. Hit, the, hit, that, then, hit that subscribe button. And then uh, you can always go to anchor.fm slash Rundown and leave us a message on there yeah, if there's a topic you know. or something you want us to talk about. All right, you guys. You guys have a good day, and we'll talk to you later.